Are you surviving on your favorite carbonated beverage to get you through the day? Have you ever found yourself ghosting through each moment wishing for something more? Or do you find yourself longing for joy and contentment in your life, but still coming up empty-handed? My mission in life is to empower individuals and families to create lasting change and find joy in their circumstances in this thing we call life. Welcome to The Hype Show, where we train you on your journey to achieve just that. I'm your host, Kirsten Halverson, CEO of Harness Your Power. I can't wait to embark on this journey with you through my podcast and an equine facilitated learning program. See you there. Hey guys. So today our goal is to learn how to be present and stay in the game. But first off, I want to talk about what that even means. So does that mean moments thinking about nothing seemingly unproductive in my opinion? <laughs> Or finally listening to the random story your child or even your coworker was talking about. Or literally smelling the roses. I feel like being present is when we tune out or even turn off our internal voice in our minds in order to connect with someone, allowing us to learn new things about someone or something. The problem with being present is that our internal voice is going all the time. So I love how the book Accelerate, High Leverage Leadership for Today's World, written by Suzanne Mayo Frint and Dwight Frint, have created an amazing visual aid that will stick with me forever, and I hope you as well. So they have this graphic or this cartoon with a file cabinet as a head. And so if we imagine that our internal voice is us searching through files to figure out what someone is saying. So I need to introduce someone to you. His name is Bob. I'm calling him that. And he was a friend of mine in college. And he was known for his extravagant stories. I mean, he would tell stories of, I remember this one, he would say he swam across the ocean to another island. I don't even remember where he lived. He lived in some obviously tropical place. And he swam across the ocean to save some people or something. And in the meantime, he fought some sharks. I'm not joking you. This is literally the story he told me. And there was so many details I don't, I can't even tell you because I literally stopped listening after the swimming across the ocean probably. But, and the reason why is because my internal voice, my files, right? I was searching my files thinking, okay. Let me see. This guy, his build, his body type, his muscle mass, his muscle to fat ratio. Is this even possible? How many people have even fought off sharks and not been bitten or died, right? Like, is there, is this even possible statistically? That is where my internal voice is going. And I was definitely not able to connect with him. So how is it even possible to connect with people like Bob or even our family members that are pulling a Bob, right? So what if we had this simple phrase that we would say to ourselves in our mind when Bob would go on these random tangents of seemingly impossible things? What if we simply thanked our mind for the desire to research the topic or even prove him wrong, right? And went back to being present and looked for an opportunity to connect or to learn something new. What if we made a mental note and went back to being present? 
I wonder how many conversations would look entirely different from just doing that simple thing. Okay, so I have to tell you another story. Um, one of my father-in-law's nicknames for me is aggressively helpful. And I'm going to kind of explain what that means. And yes, it's a compliment, kind of, sort of, sometimes, not totally. <laughs> so I had this experience and it wasn't that long ago. And my friend, Bobette, was not feeling well. And I found out via text. So I, this is true story. This is really what I did. So I quickly pulled every file I could before texting her back, right? I'm in my brain. I'm in the file cabinet. I'm looking, okay? She's not feeling well. And I shared how sorry I was that she wasn't feeling well. I offered to watch her kids. I brought her a meal. And then I asked what insurance she had, texted my chiropractor and made sure they took her insurance and then sent her his contact information. Too much? Like, this is so aggressively helpful. It's insane. So did she ask for any of that? No, she literally just told me that she wasn't feeling well. That's it. So in order for us to be present, we cannot be digging in our files for solutions to their problems, which, as you can tell, is obviously one of my downfalls and is very difficult for me. So all we're doing when we're being present and we're listening all that's required of us is to simply listen for content and meaning. And of course, we're always using I statements when we're responding. So lastly, I just wanted to talk about horses because that's my passion of how we can be reflective because horses are such great teachers and they help us learn so much about ourselves. When our internal voices turn on, when we are in the presence of a horse, when we begin to start spacing out or kind of digging in our file folders for whatever reason, horses respond. I'm not joking. Usually when you do this, you lose out on a beautiful and memorable connection with a horse. So if we are able to pay attention more, if we're able to be more present, we are able to connect. Our internal voice, when it's on, while people are trying to connect with us, it disconnects us from those people. And horses have such an amazing way of showing us when we are not quite present. They tell us right away. Feel free to hop on over to my blog at harnessyourpower.org to get to know me a little bit better and why I started this equine facilitated learning program. See you next time.